What is up, everybody, and welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host, Will Feller. And I'm your co-host, Davis Gehrig. And you heard that right. Davis Gehrig is back on the show, fresh and healthy from the hospital. Davis, we're glad to have you back on DW Sports, man. And today, this is a subject, a hot topic I've seen, especially on Instagram and TikTok, social media apps like that. Some of the stuff we're going to get into today are really hot topics, but mainly it's going to be about the NBA Finals. The Lakers obviously won 4-2. LeBron gets his fourth ring, and the Lakers tied the Celtics for the most rings in a franchise in the NBA at 17. So congratulations to LeBron and the Lakers. So as I said before, LeBron gets his fourth ring. Davis, there's been – a lot of topics on the GOAT debate of who's the GOAT, Michael Jordan or LeBron James. Do you think that LeBron deserves to have the name of the greatest basketball player of all time because of this fourth ring? Or do you think he was the GOAT before this ring? Or do you think Jordan is still the GOAT? I think you know what I'm going to say here. But uh, I believe Jordan is the GOAT. Um, and here's the simple reason. Um, Obviously, LeBron is one of the greatest players of all time. Um, I think he's the second greatest, in my opinion. Other people think he's the first. It just depends what your viewpoint on it is. But this is why I think he's second is how many rings has LeBron been saved by where he's had teammates to help him? Um, Ray Allen hitting at three to go into overtime. Uh, that – Literally, that, like, helped the Heat win the game, uh, win that series. Um, he also had Kyrie hit that three, and obviously LeBron got that block on Andre Iguodala. Um, but I don't think I don't think LeBron would have won that series if Kyrie hadn't stepped up to the plate and delivered that shot. Also, you have to remember that LeBron had – Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and Ray Allen. And when he went to the Cavaliers, he had Kevin Love, Kyrie. And now he has the Lakers. He has uh, Anthony Davis. And then even a guy like Rajon Rondo. I think the reason why I'm saying Rajon Rondo is because he has experience in the finals. Um, he knows what it's like to win the finals. He knows what it's like to play in the finals. Um, but I'm going to have to go with Jordan here, just, I don't know, Jordan has six rings, LeBron has four. Uh, I think Jordan was just an, a better overall player, if I'm going to be honest here, and people might disagree with me, uh, but I'm going to ask you the question now, who's, who's the GOAT in your opinion? Well, I'm going to follow up right along with you. It's Michael Jordan, and guys, I wasn't even alive when this guy played basketball. You got to remember that. I'm a 15-year-old kid. I'm a sophomore in high school. I've seen LeBron James play basketball for multiple years. I haven't seen Michael Jordan ever play basketball on live TV. I've seen his highlights. I've seen the last dance, but I've never seen him play in person. Now, I'm going to be a LeBron GOAT fan here, and I'm going to say all the counterarguments what you just said. You said about the the Bosch and the Dwayne Wade in the Heat. You know, LeBron can't win without super teams. A LeBron fan would say, oh, well, Jordan was 1-9 in the playoffs with Scottie Pippen. He couldn't win without Scottie Pippen. Both of them 
always had an all-star on their team, okay? Let's be clear with that. Maybe Jordan did go 1-9 and nine with Scottie Pippen, but first of all, he was young in his career. Michael Jordan was young in his career. You can say LeBron went to a finals, his very, very first NBA finals, with no all-star. Well, that's just wrong. Big Z was an all-star that year. If you don't know Big Z, look him up. He's an absolute unit. Obviously, after that, he had Kevin Love, Kyrie, Anthony Davis, everybody like that on his team, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade. So both of them had an all-star on their team almost at all times. Their stats are very, very close. LeBron leads some things in Jordan, and Jordan leads more things than LeBron, some things. LeBron has played longer than Jordan. So, I mean, there's just so many factors, but the main reason I chose Michael Jordan over LeBron James is, guys, Jordan was always the best player in the finals. Always. Nobody on his team or on an opposing team ever played better than Michael Jordan in the NBA Finals. Let me tell you guys something. 2011 NBA Finals, the super team Miami Heat, LeBron, D-Wade, and Bosh lost to the Dallas Mavericks. To Dirk Nowinski, J.J. Barea, and Jason Terry. And not only that, Jason Terry outplayed LeBron James in that finals. I know LeBron led in – oh, he led more in assists. He led more in rebounds. Well, first of all, LeBron is almost a whole foot taller than Jason Terry, so of course he'd be leading in rebounds. And LeBron can pass to anybody – on the floor, and it's probably a stud. It's probably somebody that can put the ball in the hoop. So, of course, he had more assists there. LeBron is a very, very close second. But I think Jordan's the GOAT just because of that reason. And we could go on forever about this debate. As a matter of fact, we are going to be having an episode soon just about the MJ-LeBron debate. But that's my take on it right now. We got to get back to the actual NBA Finals. But Jordan's the GOAT. LeBron is a very, very close second. But my next question to you is, Jimmy Butler, he had a 40-point triple-double in the finals. Game three, he had 40 points, 11 rebounds, and 13 assists. On zero threes, the dude didn't hit one three. He hit 20 buckets and had 40 points. Buckets and free throws, of course. He broke a record on this. Now, this is one. This is not one of the stupid NBA, ESPN, stupid, you know, records that they put on TV all the time. This is actually a true record that a player would love to have. Jimmy Butler is the third player to have a 40-point triple-double in the NBA Finals. But not only is he the third player, he's the first player. He's the only player in NBA history to win to win an NBA Finals game with the 40-point triple-double. The other two are Jerry West and LeBron James. But that's a huge accomplishment. So my next question to you, Davis, is do you think Jimmy Butler is a top-10 player in the NBA right now? Um, yes, I do think so. Don't forget game five. He also had the 35-point triple-double. Those are the only two games that he won. And so that makes you – that really makes you ponder the question, are the Heat going to be a team if they didn't have Jimmy, Jimmy Butler? And my answer is 
they would be a playoff team. They wouldn't be a finals contender. There's no way. Um, they would be a playoff team with Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero, all those players. But the short answer to that question is yes, I do think Jimmy Butler is a top 10 player right now. Um, you just, I mean, you just watch him play. He just has the instinct to go out and he's just hunting people. He just wants, he, he just wants to win. And I, you can really see that in his uh, play style. You can see that at the end of games uh, when he played any team he played in the playoffs, whether it's the Pacers, the Bucks, whoever it was, Jimmy took over in late games. Um, so I think with that killer instinct, I think he is a top 10 player of all time. What, what do you think on this one? Um, I think so. I mean, it's either for me, he's number 10 or he's number 11. So he's barely in or he's barely out. And in this case, I think I'm going to put it at 10 because game one, the, the Lakers won by 18. The Heat got blown out in game one. At that point, people thought the series was going to be over. They're saying the Lakers were going to sweep the Heat. Jimmy Butler only had 23 points that game, and he only took 13 shots. That's not enough for the Heat to produce points, especially with their star player. AD and LeBron combined for 59 that game. AD had 34. LeBron had 25. And the main key to this game – the heat loss was, I think, was Andre Iguodala. The dude had 25 minutes and only seven points. Now, their young guys did step up. Hero and Kendrick Nunn combined for 32, but you can't have a veteran, one of your leaders on your team in game one, combine, I'm sorry, only have seven points off of 25 minutes. You're playing over half the game and you only got seven points, and you also can't have your star player only take 13 shots. I mean, come on. Bam Adebayo was playing that game. He was. And he did not – he didn't do anything crazy that game either. And that's why the Lakers won that game. But let's just think of the top ten players in the NBA right now, the obvious ones. Okay, we've got – I'm going to name off five right now. LeBron, Harden, Giannis, Curry, Kawhi Leonard. There's five right there. They're, they're untouchable. Those five are easily top ten in the NBA right now, without a question. Okay, then we've got Kevin Durant, which is obviously top ten. So there's six. This is where it starts to get tricky because some people right here want to put Anthony Davis, which I would put him in the top ten. So there's seven. So is Jimmy Butler one of those final three? Because you got guys like Paul George, Russell Westbrook. Um, you've got guys like Luka. Even Luka Doncic at this point is going off. So I put Jimmy Butler right now at – I'll put him at nine, actually, as a matter of fact. So the, the answer to the question is yes. He is a top ten player in the NBA. But you can't forget KD was injured all season. Right, the Brooklyn Nets weren't at full strength at all. They had DeAndre Jordan hurt most of the season too. So yes, I think he's top ten in the NBA right now, but I still think he could do a lot more, especially like his three point game. Working on that could really bump him up. But I mean, you can just see through all the box scores in the finals, 
all the stats that Jimmy Butler was the main key to whether the Heat won or lost, and he hasn't had much experience in the finals in order to to beat LeBron and AD and the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers are just way too overpowered with Anthony Davis and LeBron. And, and just like you said, Rajon Rondo, too, um, they got some other vets on their team, like Dwight Howard as well, that, that have all played in the league for a long time and know what they're doing. Which leads me to another point. Do you think that Dwight Howard should deserve a ring, or do you think he's just ring chasing? Because he was pretty good in Orlando, but do you think that Dwight Howard joined the Lakers because he knew he was going to get a ring, or do you think that Dwight Howard even even should even get a ring in his life because of the way his play style is? I, I think he deserves a ring. I mean, he's been playing in the NBA for so long. Um, and he never got the ring he wanted. He never got it in Orlando. Uh, obviously, like you said, he was good in Orlando. Uh, I, I just – the short answer to that question, again, is yes, I believe he deserves a ring just because of what he's had to stick through um, to get to this point where he can finally be on a team that wins rings. Uh, you know, I, I – some people may say, you know, well, this guy, he was not good and he doesn't deserve a ring because he's just bad. And, I mean, he might not be the best center in the NBA, and obviously he's not because he's getting up there in age. Um, and in my opinion, he never was the greatest center. But he's worked – I feel like he's worked so hard. He's worked so hard of it to, at, to get to this point, and – you know, I, I, I think he deserves it. What about you? Um, You know, so you look at guys like James Harden. Do you think that James Harden's play style is going to be enough to get him a ring? I think no. Do you think Dwight Howard's play style is enough to get him a ring by himself? No. But you look at a guy like Dwight Howard, who is outstanding – in Orlando, obviously that's where most people remember him as Superman in the dunk contest. He's been from a few teams here and there. I remember him in Houston. I remember him over there. I obviously remember him in Los Angeles because I was this year. I don't think Dwight Howard's play style would be enough to win a rank solely. A guy like James Harden except not offensively, defensively. Dwight Howard back then was a defensive stud and could also score in the paint. I think for, for all that work he's put in in his lifetime, he does deserve one. But I don't think the way to do it is to join up with two top ten players in the NBA and then call yourself, you know, an NBA champion. Now, like I just said, he deserves credit. I think he should win a ring. But I think he would feel a lot better about himself if he won a ring with, say, what's a good example? Say it's somebody like the um, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, you've got Carl Anthony Towns. You've got D'Angelo Russell's over there, but he's not top ten. And then you got Dwight Howard. So that would be a good fit. And, yeah, he deserves it, but I don't think the way to doing it 
is by joining two guys in the top ten. Now, you could say that about Kevin Durant, too. I was just about to ask you. I was about to say, so here's my question to you. Kevin Durant played with Russell Westbrook and couldn't win a ring with him, so he went to go join Clay Thompson and Curry. And I was just about to ask you that question. So that's my question to you. Could you could that be said about Durant too? Because he went to join Clay Thompson and Curry along with some other players that were studs. Oh, here's the thing. If you know me, you know I'm a huge Kevin Durant fan. All my family and friends know that I am the biggest Kevin Durant fan in fact I have every single one of his jersey besides the Seattle Supersonics one when he was a rookie but I have one when he was on the Warriors I have one when he was on the Thunder and I have one when he's on the Nets now even the number seven version of the Brooklyn Nets I have like five pairs of his socks I have tons of shirts and shorts of Kevin Durant I'm a big Kevin Durant fan I used to say that oh well if you put in that much work then you would want a ring too. Well, of course, everybody wants a ring, but Kevin Durant was the best player on that team. No matter where Kevin Durant goes, besides, I guess you could say somewhere like Los Angeles at this point, or some, somewhere like Houston where James Harden may be the best player on the team, even if you're the best, whether you're the best player on the team or not, or the worst player on the team, if you're a guy that's, that's done good, in your career, your NBA career, you, you've put up good numbers. You've been recognized around the league for a couple of awards. I still don't think that's the way to go. Because, Davis, would you agree if Kev, Kevin Durant's legacy would go way up if he won both of his rings, defeating Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson with Westbrook on the Thunder rather than joining them and beating LeBron only in the Cavs, and I guess you could say Kyrie, but wouldn't you agree that his legacy would be way higher than it is now? Yeah, and here's the thing. I think he could have done it with Russell Westbrook, and I think they could have done it. I think they needed more of a supporting cast. Um, Otherwise, they would have been able to do it. I'm, I'm I'm not talking they need superstars. I'm not talking about they need a three, a big three. They don't. They didn't ever need three guys to do it. They just need some good role players that can put up 14 to 15 points a game for them. And Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant handle the rest. And my answer to your question is, yes, I do believe that his legacy would have been greater if he didn't win rings with the Warriors, who – their whole starting five was all like almost all stars. And, you know, so I, I believe if you would have stayed with a team like the Thunder, even if you would have gone to a team like the Nets, if you would have joined the Nets sooner and won a ship with Kyrie uh, against the against the Lakers, against you think of some of the great teams in the uh, East, like, uh, uh, the Bucks, obviously, uh, the Heat proved themselves this year. If Kevin Durant could have done that with the Nets or another team that wasn't doesn't have like a big group of guys like the Warriors had, I think his legacy would have been way greater. And I think he would be a 
better contender for one of the greatest players, uh, the greatest player of all time. Do you think it would be any different on if a team was just formed in front of your eyes, a super team formed in front of your eyes, and then they won a ring? So, like, what I'm trying to say is basically Kevin Durant joined the Golden State Warriors and won a ring with that super team. LeBron James and Anthony Davis joined the Los Angeles Lakers and won a ring with a, a, a sort of super team. Do you think it's any different? Do you think that people would get more credit for a ring if – so say KD, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden all stayed in Oklahoma City and, and won a ring. Do you think that's the same thing? Do you think people would call each other snakes? People call Kevin Durant a snake if he stayed with the Thunder and won a ring? No, not if he if he stayed with the Thunder and he won a ring. So you're saying if like if him and Russell stayed with the Thunder and then James Harden joined them or something like no, that? No, so I'm saying I'm saying we all know that James Harden was on the Thunder when he yeah. was a young pup. So if James Harden never left the Thunder right they were all three they're all three drafted there in Oklahoma City yeah and they all grew to their potential right now okay I see do you think it's worthy of people calling them a snake for winning a ring in a super team like that that they didn't even join no because like it's just like they stayed on that team their whole career maybe not their whole career but they stayed on that team until they won a ring that's not snaking whether now it's not because they stayed there. Uh, they stayed with the team that drafted them. Uh, but if you, if you're a guy like KD in that situation, and okay, say I'm KD in that situation, and I get a call, and it's like the Golden State Warriors. Uh, do you want to join the team? Uh, here's the contract info. I'm I'm saying yes. I mean, nobody doesn't. Everybody wants a ring, and you can't deny that. If you got a chance to go play for the Warriors right now, you would. Um, so, but the answer to your question is no, or yes, it would be different because they stayed with that team. They stayed with them until they won a ring. They didn't, they didn't move to a team that already had four, four stars on their team, three or four stars on that team, but when when they got drafted, that's just good good management by the Thunder, uh, knowing that the players are going to be good, and that's not the players' fault because they can't control who who the Thunder draft. They can't control that kind of stuff. the The coaches and the front office control that. So it would be a lot different. And I don't think people would call him his snake if he would have stayed. Uh, if any of them would have stayed, if all of them would have stayed in one ring, nobody would be considered a snake in that situation. All right. My final question to you before we wrap this up is, in the NBA Finals, Bam Adebayo did not play two games. He did not play game two or he did not play in game three. The Heat actually won game three, but in game five, Jimmy Butler rested 47 seconds the whole game. Jimmy Butler rested for less than a minute the whole game. 
Bam Adebayo played that game, but do you think if Bam Adebayo played in game two, it could have turned out the Heat up 2-1? Or do you think with Bam, the Lakers still would have pulled off the dub and went up 2-1 to anyways? That That's a good question, and that's really tough for me to say because, I mean, you, I, I would say – I would say if Bam played, the Lakers or the Heat would have been up. They they would have won that game because here's the reason. Bam Adebayo can space the floor. Uh, obviously, the Lakers have great three-point shooters as well as a great uh, just all-around player. Now he could work on his three-point shooting, but – Jimmy Butler's a great mid-range shooter. He's also a great finisher. So if you add a guy in there that, like Bam Adebayo, that can space the floor and, you know, kind of go into the post, get some rebounds for your team, that's going to help you a lot, um, especially when you're playing Anthony Davis and LeBron, you know. So uh, Bam could get it down in the post, the low post or the high post, kick it back out, you know, for an easy three. And, you know the Heat were hitting threes like that all, all the playoffs. Um, so yes, the answer to your question is yes. They, I think, I think if Bam played all games in the series, I think the Heat would have came up with the finals victory. This is the first thing I've disagreed with you on the whole show. Bam Adebayo didn't play, but. The guy that took his place in the NBA Finals was Kelly Olenek. He played 37 minutes that game and had 24 points, so that's pretty solid. You can't stop AD and LeBron either way. They combined for 65 points in that game. LeBron had 33. Anthony Davis had 32. But the thing was, other people stepped up in that game. Rajon Rondo had a double-double. He had 16 points and 10 assists. Jimmy still wasn't taking enough shots in game two. He took five more than game one. He took 18 and had 25 points. So he took five more shots than game one and still only had two more points somehow. But other guys stepped up for Bam Adebayo. I don't believe that even with him playing that they could have won. I know what you're saying about Bam spacing the floor, but – when other guys are stepping up like that, that kind of makes up for it. And especially, I mean, I guess Anthony Davis and LeBron maybe wouldn't have had 65 if Bam Adebayo was in the post instead of Kelly Olenek. But still, I mean, you know that those guys are going to put up big numbers with or without him in the game anyways. So I feel like the, the Lakers still would have went up 2-1. to one. Game three, the Heat somehow pulled it off without Bam. Um, which is another reason why I think that they could have won game two because they won by 11 points without him perfectly fine. Of course, that was the game where Jimmy Butler had the 40-point triple-double. Um, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis only combined for 40 points that game. But Mar Marcus Morris or Marquis Morris, whoever's on the Lakers and Kuzma, combined for 38 points off the bench for the Lakers, which is almost as much as AD and LeBron. So, I see what you're saying about Bam, but the Heat showed in game three that they can win without Bam Adebayo. And game two, I feel like if Jimmy would have taken more shots and their young guys like Hero and 
who played 43 minutes in game two off only 17 points and Kendrick Nunn stepped up. I feel like they easily could swung that 10 points around to a W. But anyways, um, that was our last, that was our last topic of the day for the NBA finals. The Lakers, the Lakers won four to two. They were up two Oh, and then the heat won game three. So then Los Angeles was up two to one Lakers won game game four. So then the Lakers were up three to one and the Lakers, I haven't seen them ever blow a three, one lead. There's, there were tons of 3-1 leads blown in the playoffs. The Clippers blew a 3-1 lead. Um, the Jazz blew a 3-1 lead on the Nuggets. So I thought it was going to happen again. And I got even more confident when the Heat won game five to um, beat on 3-2. But then Los Angeles finished it out by 13 in game six. So, once again, congratulations to LeBron for getting his fourth ring. Congratulations to all the Lakers fans. You're now tied with the Boston Celtics for the most rings in NBA history by franchise. I don't think that's going to last long because LeBron, when he retires, the Lakers are just going to turn straight into garbage again. And then the Boston Celtics obviously have Tatum and Jalen Brown and tons of young guys like that that could win a championship, but that's for another time. Anyways, that's going to wrap it up for the show. All of our social medias are DW Sports with two S's on the end. We've got Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, DW Sports with two S's on the end. Go check out our social medias. If you want updates on when we're uploading or even if you just want to connect with us, me and Davis comment on our posts, anything like that, just connect with us. And this show is sponsored by jspear.films he's the best editor out there he goes to my school high school he makes the best edits out there for all my athletes out there i know tons of tons of athletes listen to the show if you ever want a sports edit just dm jspear.films on instagram you can see all the edits he's already made he'll make you a highlight reel he'll post it out there for the world to see and it'll maybe even get you a chance for a college coach to see or other high school coaches to see um, for AAU and stuff like that to get you noticed out there in the football world or the basketball world or whatever sport you play. But anyways, besides our email, dwsportshow at gmail.com, that's basically going to wrap it up for today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys in the next episode.